0: Hey, I just met you Heard you're a groomer So here's your millstone Good luck loser It's hard to look right When you're a pervert So take your millstone No kids will get hurt Gotta get these fools into the bottom of the ocean, down in the ocean, alongside that titan sub. Gotta get these guys down to the bottom of the ocean, throw them in the ocean, with that titanic sub. Welcome back to Parrot Talk here on the Crusade Channel Live Talk Radio the way it should be. Always on air, always online. Go to crusadechannel.com slash parrot and sign up if you haven't. Uh, This is your daily 10 a.m. Central Standard Time show. We broadcast from the heart of America in the RTF studio. And I am your humble host, Mike Parrott. Happy to be with you every single day, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get to it. Ron DeSanctimonious is in the news right now. A uh, couple interviews that he's done, which I think are noteworthy. I want to share them with you. Look, I don't hate Ron. I really don't. I'm not i am um, not a Ron hater. I'm not a Ron lover. I'm really... Look, I, almost nobody in the Republican Party right now captures my attention. Besides a vegan, of all people, but we'll get to him. Here's Ron DeSantis on CNN. Just, uh, well practically hours ago.
1: You never talk about Trump himself. What do you make of
2: Trump's character? Well, look, I mean, at the end of the day, to me, I'm about results and I'm about outcomes. I mean, Donald Trump's well-documented, the different, the different things in that regard. Uh, for me, it's who's going to be able to deliver the results. I'll be able to do that as the president. Uh, now, he did, did some things I'll give him credit for, but he also promised things that he didn't deliver. So the question is, is moving forward, uh, how do you actually get America on the right track? How do we reverse this decline? And, and I think we need a new leader, someone that can serve eight years, two, two four-year terms. Someone's going to be ready on day one to really be energetic, have some vitality and some vigor, and get the job done.
0: But that's not answering the question about his character. What do you make because of Donald it's not Trump's a concern, character?
2: Because it's not a concern of mine. I mean, I why think, is it not a concern? Think, You're
1: running against him because you clearly believe that you should be president over him.
2: Well, that's because I think I'd be a better president than he is. But I mean, I don't need to, to take uh, pot shots I mean, at his character. I mean, some people like to do that. I focus like on... Potshot, the why, character why, why, of the
1: president matters. Why I not? would
2: be a better president and I think the reasons are is because I have a demonstrated record of delivering on 100% of my promises like I did in Florida. I'll be focused I'll be disciplined. I'm not going to be distracted. It's not going to be about my issues. It'll be about the American people's issues day after day. And we have the prices are too high. The interest rates are too high. The border is wide open. Our military is not strong enough. Uh, We have crime in the cities, a big, big bureaucracy run amok. We have all these problems. We need to solve them. Donald Trump's not willing to show up. He's missing in action right now. He doesn't show up. When he does show up, he reads off the teleprompter for 50 minutes, and then he gets back on the plane and goes home. Uh, as voters are ke- more keyed in, as we get closer to the holidays, uh, you're not going to be able to get away wi- with not putting in the work. Uh, so we're going to put in the work, and we're going to get the job done.
0: Well, right now he is getting away with what you say is not putting in the work. I mean, he's leading the polls. Yeah,
2: but that's because he's the most famous person running, 100% name ID. He's the person people know. When you actually drill down in these early states. Clearly, he's got some that'll vote for him no matter what, but there's a lot more that aren't going to vote for him in the primary. Then you got a lot of voters who, they like his policies, they like a lot about him, but they are willing to vote for somebody else. So it's incumbent upon a guy like me, go out and make the
0: case. Alright, so there he is. Ron DeSantis refusing, adamantly refusing to say anything negative personally about the Don. That's because Ron is hoping to be the vice president. Mike Pence ran against, uh, uh the, the, the djt uh 45 mike pence's persona non grata he has suspended his presidential campaign you know do i regret spending an entire segment last week talking about mike pence i really don't i don't because what i was telling you was that we are all witnessing his self-destruction in real time and it is it's really it's one of those weird things when you see somebody self-destruct in slow motion in the public eye. It's like a train wreck, a slow-motion train wreck. You can't take your eyes off of it. It was really something that was fascinating to look at. Um, he finally accepted it. He accepted his demise. I expect that the reason why he dropped out is because he didn't qualify for the debate, the upcoming debate. He qualified for the debate in terms of having more than 1% polling or whatever, but he probably didn't qualify in terms of having the... Uh, the, the financial requisites. You have to have a certain number of donors and a certain amount of money raised, so it can't all come from one person. You can't just buy your way into the debate with one person. You have to have like a certain number of donors and also a certain financial threshold. And I don't think he met those things because nobody was donating to his campaign, which became fraught with debt, and uh, it looked like he was headed personally into a very bad financial situation. And so he just said, "Look, I'm just going to suspend. I'm going to step aside." Now, him stepping aside was lauded by Vivek Raveeswamy and others. It is expected that his one and a half or two points are going to go to somebody like Nikki Haley, perhaps, or maybe, or maybe Ron DeSantis. We don't know at this moment, uh, but there, there was Ron unequivocal about his he will not crack he will not bend he is not going to take a quote-unquote pot shot against trump he's not going to say anything um negative about his character the character of donald trump he just said basically like you need someone who can do two terms that's me trump can only do one term you need someone who's going to fulfill all his promises not just some of them for example building the wall. Now, I don't know if Ron DeSanctimonious has promised to build the wall, but Trump did, and he didn't get it done. Period. End of story. Now, since we're talking about Ron DeSanctimonious, here's an interview with uh, 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 Patrick... Who is this? PBD Podcast. Patrick B. David. You need to listen to this segment Uh, This is just actually hours ago onto the internet from P.B. David interviewing Rod DeZanctimonious. I'm sure your
1: marketing team points out how they're trying to troll you in the marketplace. Okay, I'm sure they're doing that. Can you bring this one clip? I know you were on, uh, 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 what do you call it? On, uh, uh, what was it? Bill Maher, and Bill Maher talked about the boots. I've seen you walk with these boots. Go ahead and play this clip. This on TikTok went viral. It doesn't have a million views. It doesn't have you know, 10 million views. This thing's got 1.2 million likes. And and some people are wondering how- What are how, they, I don't even, under, so I haven't what, seen that. What they're, they have not shown this to you. Okay, no. what they're trying to say with this is that in your boots, you have heels.
2: No, 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 That's yeah, no, those, to those are just standard off the rack, um, Lucchese, um, uh, How, how Lucchese, tall are you, but, how tall what? are you, governor? How tall 5'11. 5'11, okay. Wh- why don't you wear tennis shoes and dress shoes? Uh, I do wear tennis shoes when I work out. Yeah, 100%. You do? Yep. Okay. I got a gift for you. I'd love for you to wear... Okay. I shop at Ferragamo.
1: Okay. And I, got,
2: I don't accept gifts. I can't accept I, it. I totally get I'm it. You. Sorry. I'm gonna-
0: sorry. <laughs> so Patrick David is pulling out a, a pair of Ferragamos. By the way, Ferragamo's are very nice shoes okay italian leather ferragamo ferragamo i have a pair of ferragamos all right guilty look i used to work on wall street i had to have nice stuff i still have a pair of ferragamo shoes i love them i cherish them i keep the shoe trees in them the cedar shoe trees i polish my ferragamos Uh, I probably am about a year away from needing to resole them. I'm going to keep those puppies in action. I'm going to pass them down to my sons. Don't hate on me for having a pair of fair goggles. I don't care what you think. Fine. They were $600. Breaking news. Mike Parrott has $600 pair of shoes. Yes, sir, I do. And I love them. And I wear them to Holy Mass. And then I put them away. (laughs) I take the, I'm like Mr. Rogers. We get home, I take off the Ferragamos and I put them away. So here we have a podcaster who's going to give a pair of Ferragamos to Ron DeSanctis. Try to get DeSanctimonious to put them on and then measure Are you really 5'11? I don't think he's 5'11, guys. He has, he has like 5'8 energy to me, he has like 5'6 energy to me. It's okay. I look. I'm not saying anything against shorter people. That's fine. I'm six foot tall. On the mark. I was. I did height and I'm weight. I'm sure your marketing I, team. I, I I did height and weight every single year, twice a year with the Marine Corps. I measured seventy two inches. That's six feet. And then my weight changed a little bit over the years, slow, slowly increasing as that happens to happen. I don't look down on him for claiming that he's... F- look, 5'11 is a fine height. I mean, look, I, I, I'm i kind of a huncher. I have to stand up straight and tall for people to know that I'm six feet. I kind of lean. That That might not get... That's not a good posture. Posture is one of those things that matters, I think. And I need to work on it. I really do. Posture is how you carry yourself. It's how you comport yourself. And it can become permanent. I don't want to lean forward. I want to be the old man that's hunched over, that's got a hump in his back. I'm not going to be that guy. I hope not. I probably will. But I don't want to be that guy. But I don't believe that Ron DeSanctimonious is 5'11". I don't. He has 5'6 energy all day long. Look, I'm, I'm just spitting facts here, people. This is just the vibe that I get from De Sanctimonious. Take that for what you will. Okay. Um, can we move a little bit onward and upward? Can we go to this? I want to play you this Vivek's uh, clip before we run out of time because I think he uses some buzzwords here that I need you to hear and then I need you to think about. Here's Vivek Ramaswamy vegetarian vivek vegan vivek
1: and so yes i think that you look at a given moment on what happens on the news on a given day and you're led to believe that we are a nation in decline that we're at the end of the ancient roman empire and all we have left is to fight over the scraps of this shrinking pie i don't think we have to be rome i don't think we have to be that nation in decline I think as a nation, we're really all a little young, actually. Going through our own version of national adolescence. Figuring out who we're going to be when we grow up. And when you view it that way, it makes sense again. You go through that identity crisis when you're young. You lose your way a little bit. Maybe do some things you regret. I did. Probably some of you did too. But we're stronger for it when we get to our adulthood on the other side. So, no, I don't think we're in decline.
0: Okay, pausing here, I'll go back to Vivek. One of the things that he is trying to capture, one of the moods that he wants you to tap into is the city on a hill ever since Ronald Reagan won 49 states in a landslide presidential victory Republicans have been trying to recapture that same magic and part of that magic was we're not a nation in decline our best days are ahead of us it was a spirit of optimism And I got to tell you, in 1979, that seems more believable than in 2023. In 1979, when Ronald Reagan gave his City on a Hill speech, I believe that people in the United States in the Core of their being and their heart of hearts really felt like, you know what, we can still do great things. Things aren't that desperate. However, I think in 2023, that message unfortunately is going to fall flat. I don't think that people have the imagination to conceive that the United States of America can continue onward and still prosper in the future. I just don't see it. I personally don't see how we can prosper in the future. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not a pessimist by nature. Depending on when I take the test, sometimes I'm I'm pre- predominantly sanguine and then with a strong streak of choleric, and sometimes I'm predominantly choleric with a strong sense of sanguine. And for those of you who know the four temperaments, you will know that the sanguine in me is not a pessimist. It's op- It's an optimist. It's joyful. It's joyful. Now, I would contend to my haters out there, that I'm probably like 65 or 70% choleric and like 30% Sanguini, okay? That's not to look down on the Sanguinis. It's just that I know a lot of Sanguinis, and I don't share a lot of their traits. I really don't. But even the Caleric is not necessarily a pessimist. And I don't believe myself to be a pessimist. I've spent the vast majority of my life not as a conspiracy theorist. Not buying into any of this stuff. Not on Alex Jones. I'm not on 4chan. I'm not on the dark web. I haven't been reading about the Lusitania or the Gulf of Tonkin for the vast majority of my life. And yet I sit here with you tonight today on the 20 in, in 2023 and i tell you i don't think our greatest days are ahead i really don't and i don't think i'm alone i don't think many of you think our greatest days are ahead so here you have VeggieTales Vivek trying so hard to channel Ronald Wilson Reagan but that but the, the time for that is over. I I just want someone to tell the truth. Hey, guys, we're in decline, and we need to do something about it. Here's how we can carve things up. Here's how we can rearrange the deck chairs on the sinking Titanic. This ship is going down, and here's what you need to do to survive. Okay? I want a politician to come out and say that. The ship is sinking. I'm going to help you survive the sinking ship Let's get on life rafts together. Let's get rescued and let's build a new nation together. I think that's the only honest opinion. And again, I'm not a pet. I'm by nature. I am not a pessimist, but I've looked at the data in terms of economics, politics, social socioeconomics, demographics. Consumer spending. I mean, you look at any... You go anywhere. You go anywhere in any of the measurable statistics. Number uh, number of hours people are spending online. Single motherhood in the United States. Uh, Births out of wedlock. Homeownership rates. Real income. GDP. I don't care where you go. It's hard to make the argument... That our best, that our better days are ahead of us. But let's get back to Vivek. Let him finish his thought because he says something that I want you to be um, ready for.
1: I think we can still be in our ascent. Maybe the early stages of our ascent, actually. Look at it this way with me maybe we're not even at base camp on our way to wherever it is we're heading still a country where we look our kids in the eye and tell them in good conscience that the united states of america is still the nation where no matter who you are or where your parents came from or what your skin color is or how long your last name is in some of our cases that you get ahead in this country with your own hard work your own commitment your own dedication And that, you know what, you're free to speak your mind at every step of the way. And if you're in one of those early voting states, even, you have a disproportionate effect on telling your neighbors and your classmates and your colleagues, too, in deciding who is actually going to be the next president that leads us forward.
0: All right. So. Vivek Ramaswamy wants you to believe that anybody in this nation can do anything. That's what he wants you to believe. This is a mythology which has been transmitted from generation to generation. This is part of how the Republican Party has recruited people into their quote-unquote big tent. This was Reagan... At his core. This is a nation where if you work hard and you study and you get good grades, you go to a good school and you get a good job, you'll have a good life. Well, ladies and gentlemen, ask the millennials. Ask the Zoomers, the Gen Z. Oh, you just came out of college in the United States of America? And you now owe $200,000 in student loans. And you studied... What did you study? Oh, you studied something really important like sociology. Awesome. Great. What are your career prospects? Oh, we don't know? Oh, goodness. And those are variable rate loans that you took out. Well, guess what? The Fed is raising rates. So sorry. Your payments just doubled. Because now... Mortgage loans are at 8%, so where do you think college loans are? 12? You'll be paying the interest on that debt for the rest of your life. Congratulations. Bravo. Now it's time for you to get a 17% car loan so that you can get a job in a city. Oh, can you buy a house? No, you can't. Can you start a family? No, you're not prepared to just start working oh by the way I recommend that you learn to code yes I've heard that somewhere learn to code, eat the bugs, owe nothing be happy I'm not into class warfare that's a communist thing I'm not into intergenerational warfare that's a communist thing okay it's a terrible thing, people do it, we shouldn't do it That being said, to all the boomers out there who worked your way through college, got yourselves into a house for $26,000, you have rental houses, you have rental properties, you have lots of income, you have lots of wealth, that plan is not available anymore in these United States. Maybe it was true at some point in our in our history that you could work hard get good grades study go to a good school get a good job and have a good life ladies and gentlemen that country is dead it doesn't exist anymore it does not exist anymore and the sooner we reconcile with that the sooner we come to terms with it the sooner we finally admit it i don't care where you are in your life if you're a if you're a high net worth boomer that's sitting on passive income, plus your fixed income and you're retired and you were a janitor and you bought a house, I don't get that's not a thing anymore. You can't be a janitor and raise 10 children on one income anymore in these United States. You can't do it. It's not possible. Some of you say, "Well, I did it. Why don't you do it?" Because it's not possible, sir. It's not possible anymore in an age of fiat currency. It's not possible anymore in an age of fractional reserve lending. Of usury everywhere. Of devaluation of our currency. Of the insidious secret tax that we all pay. It's not possible, sir don't give me your achievements look at your grandchildren's achievements or lack thereof and ask yourself are they less smart? are they less dedicated? are they less working? are they less committed? maybe they are maybe they are all of those things but wouldn't you be demoralized if home ownership was denied to you? If having a decent credit score was an elusive black box that you don't even know how the math works. You don't even have the ability to affect change and improve your own life. I'm sorry to get so upset in these final moments of the show. And I reiterate to you, this is not an attack on the greatest generation or the baby boomers. This is a plea for perspective. The reason the Democrats take power, the reason the left in this country is ascendant, is because of the economics. It's because of the fact that millennials can't buy houses. They can't provide for their families. They can't start families. They can't pay their taxes. And the advice that they get from their elders of just work hard and save. It's not going to cut it. It doesn't work. And this is from a guy who admitted to you that that he has $600 shoes in his closet. I have $600 shoes in my closet, and I am here to tell you that my generation is SCREWED! And nobody on either political aisle is talking about it. You want to understand why Donald Trump won? You want to understand why Bernie Sanders was ascendant? You want to understand why there was a global populist movement? It is because we have witnessed the generations that have come before us that did have the America that Vivek Rabah wants to describe. Where if you work hard and you keep your nose clean, you're gonna do fine, kid. Well, guess what? That nation does not exist. It's dead. Rest in peace, the United States of America, the USSA, it's dead. That version of it is gone. So what do we do now? This is why I get so upset. I like Vivek. I like some of the things he says, but this Reagan bullshit part of my French is fake. It's contrived, it is plastic, it is uh what is it? What is it? Uh, it's not peer tested. It's it's focus group tested. And you and I know the truth. You and I know that it's not real at all. There is no America like what he describes. What we need is a leader who says the truth. Just say the truth. That version of America is dead. Here's how we move forward. Here's what we do now. Here's how we can reclaim it. But you have to first admit the reality of today. You first have to admit the facts on the ground. You can't have a general fighting a war who refuses to admit the facts on the ground today in order to come up with a strategy for defeating the the enemy tomorrow. If you're unwilling or incapable of admitting the fact that that version of America is dead today, then you're not worthy of being listened to. And now you know why I am so frustrated with Vivek Ramaswamy, the VeggieTales vegan. Because while he says some things that are great, this fake, phony, contrived, focus group version of reality, this I wanna be Ronald Reagan, Reagan is dead. And that country that he led is dead. Now can we have a conversation? This is Parrot Talk. Here on the Crusade Channel, live talk radio every single day, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. Thank you for listening. Thank you for bearing with me in my rant. God bless you, and I will see you tomorrow. Happy Halloween. This is Parrot Talk.
1: Brought to you by Restoring the Faith Media.
2: Restoringthefaith.com